This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. My favorite quote is Samuel Beckett's Ever tried, ever failed, no matter, try again, fail again, fail better. And after whatever holiday gluttony is in store for me, I am starting another round of cutting on January 1st, and you can join me. Whether you'll be losing weight or making your abs more visible, it's definitely easier with community. So I decided to host an accountability forum where you can see how I prepare to crush it in 2021. Let's all fail better together. I will be doing almost daily video posts on my American Glutton Marco Polo channel so we can work out, meal prep, and do this together. Real time and real accountability. Signing up is super easy. Go to our website, AmericanGlutton.net, and I'll see you January 1st. Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glutton. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. Today on the show, I talk to Roberto Ra Diaz. He is the basis for suicidal tendencies and an all-around great guy. Please enjoy this conversation. Rod Diaz, welcome to the American Glutton Podcast. Nice meeting you. Nice to meet you too. How are you? I'm good. Um, nervous. Nervous? <laughs> don't be nervous. There's nothing to be nervous about. It's. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know. I'm not that used to like talking about this kind of subject. I admire how open you are with like everything and all that. That's, yeah. It's not a lot of people, you know, do that. You know, it's really weird because. I mean, I th- I tried to be open from the beginning, but I think there was definitely stuff that I 
wasn't totally comfortable talking about initially. And and then it just, after a while, you're just like, well, I'm just going to talk about that. And then it's just like, fuck, man. Yeah, no, I mean, it's great. It's very, like, inspiring. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of, like, people out there need it. Yeah. You know, including myself. Like, yeah. I mean, you look pretty good. Eh, I've I've been, this has been a tough year, you know, like. Yeah. Like, actually, this morning I was talking to a friend and, and, he asked me, like, so what's been, like, messing you up or whatever? Not messing my, me up or anything, but, you know, when you get those, like, I don't know, Instagram or, like, Facebook, like, a year ago. And yes. I looked at myself, like, playing a show and, like, you know, with a few a few pounds, like, lighter. And I'm like, ah, damn it. You know, but I'm, I, I feel good. I'm doing, I went to the gym twice before, before coming here. Amazing. <laughs> so... It's good. Now the gyms are open, you know, at least where I live. Yeah. I'm in Ventura County, so it's like a little more open, I guess. But yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a little less densely populated there. Yeah. So we still get to like dine outdoors and stuff. So that's good. <laughs> right. yeah. the, dude, there's been all kinds of crazy backlash and stuff is closing and then it's opening and I yeah. can't, it's hard to keep track of all of it. I think that's mentally, that's like the hardest part. It's like, there's no like, for example, for me. If somebody tells me, like, hey, you know, like, no shows till March or April, and I know that's, like, a fact, okay, so in April, I'm, I can just sit and wait. Yeah. But not knowing, it's just, yeah. And so did you have, did you guys have stuff booked? Yeah. All year long? Yeah. And then when they canceled it, did they cancel all year? Or they just um, said- Some, they kind of just, like, moved it to the next year. Right. So- but who knows what's going to happen. You yeah. know? Like We were supposed to start, with Suicidal, we were supposed to start uh, April, I think. And then in January, I got to do like a European tour with a, with another band, with Billy from Biohazard. And that was like my last tour. Like I got here late January. And then, you know, by kind of March, everything started kind of like collapsing. Yeah. You know? And when I see, when I see guys like you play music... Typically, you're dripping sweat. Yeah, it's a workout. High energy for a couple hours straight. Yeah, it's a real workout, especially for our band. Like, I mean, we're running, we're running around, jumping, you know, in the crowd. You know, like half the band has like back surgeries. You know, right? But yeah. So has that been tough? Missing that, like not having that exercise. Just just considering it exercise. Imagine that plus the lights and you know and all that and doing that every night for I don't know a month. Yeah. You know it it is a legit workout. Yeah. Yeah. You're burning a lot more calories. That's what kind of like inspired me to also like start working out when I'm not on tour. You know, like like be able to perform better. Uh, feel better with the you know life on the bus or like not sleeping well and all that so yeah it it helped me a lot yeah i mean uh, there's you know like marathon athletes i mean i know that yeah. you hear about these rare exceptions <laughs> where it's like a dude woke up to the, uh, one morning randomly never ran before and then ran yeah, a marathon yeah. it's like okay though well that guy fuck that guy <laughs> by the way and then but secretly we all want to be that oh, guy oh for sure like i'm convinced in, well, I'm not convinced because I know I would never do it, but somehow I feel like one day I can just like go into like American Ninja Warrior <laughs> right. and killed it. Yeah. And, but I mean, I'm watching the show and it's like, yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Like, no like, way. No, me it, too. Yeah. Even today, and I try to work out every day, there's no way I'm, I'm yeah. touching something like that. Um, but like, 
as far as like normal people go, if you have a job that requires some kind of output, when you're not doing it on your off days, it's good to like keep your conditioning up. Yeah. And then also in between tours and stuff, it's like, I know, okay, you know, uh, three weeks from now I'm going on tour again. So I still, I have like some time to like prepare, uh, you know, mentally, physically, like, okay, you know, a week in advance, I'm going to start eating super clean, whatever, you know? But now it's like everything is like, it's all, I mean, yeah. When when we're thinking about things in terms of time like that, it's like, what what does it matter? Every day is simultaneously the shortest day of all time and the longest day of all time. And it's just the same thing every day. Just like I'm, I've already like run out of like excuses to like try to get out of the house. Right. I've done like, I don't know probably all the hikes out there, you know, I I drove to like all the beaches that I can. And then yeah. by now I'm like, eh, I run out of like stuff to watch like online or Netflix and other, like, I don't know. Yeah. Now I've been like just stuck at home watching like those like home improvement like shows. And I don't know, I'm not even a handy guy. I just right. like enjoy watching other people doing it. Sure. Know? It's like, nice to know how to build something. It's just like, I don't know. It's either that or like the ID channel watching like all those like murder stories and stuff (laughs) that gets too depressing my wife likes that stuff she turns that on and i'm just like oh my god i never really watched it until like a few months ago and i'm just now it's just on like i'm sometimes i'm not even paying attention to it it's just like there Yeah. yeah was weight for you and health a concern as a kid is it something you thought about i was always like heavier i i mean by today's standards maybe i wasn't like you know like the super fat kid. Yeah. But I mean, I was definitely like overweight and I kind of, I blame it on myself, honestly. You know, like I, I, I was always like the lazy kid. Like, like for example, we grew up, me and me and my older brother, we grew up in a house with, we were like 10 people, like a big house. And like my grandma was there and all that. So if I wanted to like get away with eating something, it was easy. Yeah. You know, like, but with that said, my, me and my brother, like we basically ate, the same things every day, but he was like playing soccer, riding bikes, and you know, he was like a gymnast and all that. He was very active, so he never had like weight problems, but I wasn't active at yeah. all. I would like sit in my room and play bass. Right. You know? Yeah. So I I I can't really blame it on anybody else but myself, you know? Yeah, it's it's such a weird, tricky thing. Cause I I come to the point where today I can't blame anything on anyone else. I, I, f- I feel like I understand the way food works mm-hmm. and I can go out into the world and be aware that food's going to be marketed to me and sold yeah. to me in a way. And so having that baseline understanding, it's like, no, it's all on me. But there was certainly a time when I wasn't aware of how food worked. I, I, mean, I mean, till this day, I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, so it becomes tricky when you're just like, I'm just living my life. I haven't been thinking about this so much. And then like, and I, I don't know why I use this analogy all the time of like going to the gas station and you go to the gas station and then suddenly you're yeah. surrounded by Snickers bars and Cokes yeah, like, and stuff like that. You know, just M&Ms like- M&Ms and yeah. you know, a sandwich it's like, that is not even good. Your drive <laughs> is going to be good with your car not running out of gas, but it could be better with a bag of yeah. M&M's. What's not better yeah. with a bag of M&M's? Yeah, peanut ones. Right, yeah, okay, <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah. And then occasionally they go really crazy and there's like a special where they have peanut butter M&M's yeah. or something like that. I don't know. 
Like every month, there's a different M&M. <laughs> yeah, new, some new M&M. Now, for, I'm assuming for Christmas, they're going to do like Christmas, whatever. Yeah, yeah. M&M's with Rice Krispie treats in the yeah. middle or something like that. You <laughs> Somehow know? they're trying to make it healthier, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't know. You know, I think it's also, the, there's a point where you can just say to people, like, just, just be personally responsible. And it's like, yeah. okay, but... If we if we wake up one day and and we haven't thought about the way any of this stuff works and we haven't thought about how it's going to be sold to us and how prevalent yeah. it's going to be and all of the like the weird governmental decisions that go into like subsidizing beef and corn and soy yeah. because at some point people were starving to death and they were like we just need ch free cheap calories yeah. how do we do that we'll make we'll pay for people to overproduce corn whatever that is and 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 you go like that's a that's a sane rational thing to do right the yeah. government is trying to like we don't want starving people okay yeah, so yeah. what do we do let's make food really cheap okay well then what happens then we get this whole generation <laughs> of overweight people yeah. you know and so i i think there's a fine line there's got to be a point where we go from like I, I don't know if it's just you know the idea that it's food's fault doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it's not right. Yeah, but then also at the same time, if we don't know how food works, really, how do we how do we ha take power over food? You know. Yeah. So, so there's I think there's got to be some kind of a bridge. There's got to be also some sort of like education on it for like kids in school or you know something like that yeah like i wished i had that you know don't go anywhere we'll be right back i was thinking about this the other day when when you watch old movies from like the 1950s and 60s uh -huh. how they'd have like home ec and you'd yeah. see kids learning to cook right yeah I never. There was no class on cooking. We had in my the school. the option to do that or some other stuff, and I always went to like music related stuff. Right. So I never did it. But I wish now because I'm like the worst cook ever. Yeah. Like I, my new goal in life is kind of like bake something, anything, right. whatever. Yeah. I got a book and everything, and I, I haven't even opened the book. <laughs> but I mean, it's like is, is the book on like bread or pies? It's or baking for kids. Baking for kids. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, the Duff did it. Duff Goldman. He, uh, he he wrote it, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. If a kid can do it, I, I should be able to do right. one cupcake or something. And there've got to be super simple uh, recipes yeah. in there, right? You know? Yeah. But I'm I'm just not good in the kitchen. Yeah. Which was also one of my issues because I'm always like eating out. Yeah. Like, you know. I'll go to restaurants most of the days, you know, and, and it's not just because I want to eat, it's the experience of going there, you know, like yeah. I want to, like, for example, if I'm at home by myself, I'm not going to be like sitting, watching TV, eating something, like, I like going out, like the experience of going out with sitting at a table with friends and, you know, talking shit, whatever, and having a meal. Yeah. You know, and that's it's a what communal I, what, thing. Yeah. Is that cultural too? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Chile, which, Chile. yeah, I mean, everything is kind of food-related when it comes to, like, hanging out in Chile, you know, yeah. like, from a lunch to, like, even if you go to, like, a party at night, it's, like, around, like, a barbecue, you right. know, it's, a, it's not, like, just going and dancing and drinking, no, it's, everything's some, and then most of the food in Chile is, like, a lot of bread, a lot of, like, cheese and, and meat and everything, and 
and potatoes everywhere and all that. So, I mean, it's very easy kind of like to go crazy. Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> yeah. sounds delicious. My yeah, mouth yeah. started to salivate yeah. as you were talking. But, I mean, I guess it all comes down to like willpower or... Yeah. yeah. In my case, like, I don't uh, no, really No, I think you're right. I'm not saying... I, I, I think you're right. I just think... I think there's there's I think at the end of the day that's all it requires is yeah. is willpower but I mean I think the step before willpower is knowledge like yeah. if because I can go like I'm just going to use willpower to eat uh you know <laughs> value menu at big, at McDonald's or well, whatever yeah. like if you know at a certain point, maybe it doesn't taste good to me anymore, but I'm going to muscle through this and use willpower <laughs> to just eat that. And it's like, okay, but that might not get me to where I want to be yeah. physically. Um, but I, I'm, I do agree that at a certain point, if you have, if you have the understanding on what to do and you have the ability to, to, to implement that understanding, then it is at the, at the final step is just willpower. Yeah. And I mean, the knowledge probably makes it, way easier yeah. to like make the right choices yeah you know? man as of today the knowledge there couldn't be more kind of conflicting yeah knowledge floating around yeah about, everybody says something different and yeah you know. carnivore vegan yeah and then everywhere in between and just count calories and just exercise more eat less just be hungry like it's yeah. just we're just inundated with it. And it's like, I don't know, like you're doing, I don't know, keto for a month and then you run into someone and he's like, no, dude, you got to do this other thing. And you're like, okay. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right. I've been doing pretty good, but yeah, yeah let me know, jump over whatever. here. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, for a, maybe like a year or something, like not now, but like years ago, I, I ate like pretty much just vegan for like a year. Yeah. And in my head, it's like, okay, I guess it's vegan, so I can eat as much as I want, you know, not knowing anything. It's like, oh, vegan donuts, okay, give me a dosing, <laughs> right. you know? And then, like, a few months into it, it's like, okay, this is not working out the way I thought it was going to work out. Yeah. Because, I mean, even vegan stuff, it's a lot of, like, you know, pasta and, and, like, heavy things. And, yeah. And nowadays, you can get anything vegan. Have you been to the veggie grill? Oh, I love veggie grill. Dude, I, that's the only time where I thought I could be vegan. Uh, I actually, to, I, I met uh, Kevin Smith at Veggie at Grill. Veggie Grill. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you go to the Veggie Grill, it's like I have a, a fried chicken sandwich and yeah. french fries. Yeah, what? Yeah. That's an easy, like, I'll eat that yeah. three times a day. No yeah. problem. I'll go eat it right now after this. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you're right. It seems like not the way when you, when you hear about people talking about be, being vegan for health. It's probably not that. It's probably yeah. not like soy ice cream with every meal. Or I don't know what vegans yeah. eat for ice cream. There's got to be something. No, there is. It's There's soy a, ice yeah. cream? Okay, good. Cream on Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> right there. It's made with cashews yeah. or something. Yeah, that's a... That's a, I feel like I'm going to like ruin your show. No. Because like you bring here like scientists and like, you know, whatever. And then like my only knowledge is like telling you where to find the best donuts. You but know, that's or, like, great. Pizza or whatever. Listen, dude, I... Here's the thing. We... I am hyper-focused on diet and, like, talking about diets because there are so many. So I am interested in what you do. By the way, you are a, a musician. When I look at your, your physical output, you're an athlete. I guess. I, I mean, know. that's how I think of you. I don't know that I have the energy to do something like that. Well, in, I mean, in our band, you have to be very physically active. You can also be a musician and be like standing in the back and, you know, and you don't really need to be an athlete or yeah. whatever. But I, and, and you have a standing job. I remember thinking, 
I remember always thinking like, well, the drummer's got it the easiest because they're Ooh, sitting no. there. <laughs> the, I don't know his name, but you know the band Madball? Yeah, yeah. The drummer for yeah, Madball. Mikey, yeah. Mikey. So I went and saw he's them. He's a beast. He's, dude, he's, first of all, he's fucking gigantic. Yeah. And then he's just moving so fast and like also pouring sweat. And you go like, yeah. nobody in a band really has it that easy. I mean, even... If you sit on stage, not even playing drums or anything, under those lights for like an hour, you gotta yeah, sweat. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And most of the times, you know, clubs don't even have the best ventilation. So it's like it's you're in a sauna. Yeah. I remember we played a show, I think it was like Portugal, a few like summers ago. It was like in the middle of the summer. No ventilation, no windows, nothing. Like sweat dripping from the 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 you know the ceiling into the stage. And we were like, half the show, we were actually like slipping and falling. Right. Like just from the sweat and everything. It, it was great. Like I loved it. But, you know, like even if you were not running around or jumping or anything, you're going to get, you know, kind of a workout from just from sweating. Yeah. And is there ever any kind of an electrical issue with the with the instruments? I don't know. At some point I was kind of like, I got like a shock from my mic, but right. that was it. It wasn't nothing, you know, like... I, we were not worried. Right. We were more, I was more concerned about like, you know, f slipping and falling, you know, cracking my head open or something. Yeah. Which has happened, you know. And, but I, f I fell from a stage in Australia and like till this day, my left shoulder is all like fucked up. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it, it happens. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But it's part of the job. I That's love it. Right. You know? yeah. I, I live for it. You know? So when you do decide like stuff's ramping up again, I'm going to eat clean. What does that mean? Um, I it's not don't, vegan donuts. No, no. I mean, I mean, I would love to, but for me, like, I don't really follow any particular diet or well, to me, it's just, I, I, I guess you could call it just like lighter. Yeah. Like, you know, I go for like the salad or like the, the meat and, you know, broccoli, whatever, just kind of like lighter stuff and hopefully not like super produced. Yeah. And, you know, like more whole food. Like clean. Yeah. More so, I don't really suffer doing a diet, and then sometimes I, I, I like to like, kind of like punish myself a lot, <laughs> and I don't know. I go on a cleanse, whatever. And last year, I think I did a for a month. I did just juice. Really? Yeah. And like Mike, our singer, he's like, "You are insane," and I'm like, "I just want to see if I can keep it going." You yeah. Know? I, Was it hard? Not really. Okay. But like, like I actually. Enjoy it. And Did you lose a lot of weight doing that? I wouldn't say I lost a lot of weight, but I mean, I felt better and lighter and yeah. And like after I made it, like maybe the first week or like five days into it, it became super easy. Yeah, it was just like the first couple of days. Yeah, I've noticed that with um, pretty much every diet I've done. W once you get kind of accustomed to it, it's not. Yeah, you go into like autopilot and yeah. just go yeah you know? i think that's probably the same with like really strict intermittent fasting yeah where if you're normal if you if you're accustomed to eating like three or four or five meals a day and then you go to one it's probably going to be rough for a week and then once your body yeah, goes like this just, is how we're eating then that's how you eat and i guess the the less you think about it it's just way easier yeah you know, but like, I, it's also good to have some stuff to do like this pandemic has been particularly rough because i 
as a kid found that I was consuming the majority of my calories while sitting and watching TV or yeah. playing video games or something like that. And so for a long time, I didn't watch a lot of TV because it was like, this is bad. I'm going to get bored and I'm going to want to eat because you feel like you're doing two things at once yeah. almost. I don't know. Now I look at my phone when I'm watching TV, which is really yeah. I mean, bizarre. I, don't, I just got a TV less than a month ago after 10 years. Wow. That's the result of this pandemic. Yeah. What was it before that? Just looking on your computer? Yeah. Or not even watching anything, just listening to music or whatever. Yeah. Or, or actually playing, you know, at home. Right. But, you know, a friend of mine is like, hey, I'm getting rid of this TV. You want it? I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. How has that been? I mean, it's not, it hasn't really changed much. Like I said earlier, like I, it's just playing there. I'm not really paying attention. It's more like having some sort of, companion i guess like just the noise of it or people yeah because i'm by myself pretty much all day yeah so it's my new friend <laughs> right okay uh, when you go on the road is it hard to eat clean does the clean diet fall away or is, is are there's you guys... like two things like in my particular case when it's like like you know the day of a show i usually keep it super clean or, or like light and and then there's the days off where he's like, oh, we are in this city, you know. Should we find a cool restaurant to go and try local stuff and all that? But I wouldn't say it's, like, hard. It's, like, kind of up to you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can always, anywhere in the world, you can always go to a restaurant and find a not-so-bad option, you know. Right. Also, sometimes it's like, okay, well, I'll sweat it off tomorrow, <laughs> you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Usually, when I go on tour, even if I'm not even trying to eat, clean or anything, I come back and I lost a little weight. Yeah. Just from the traveling and flying and the shows and walking. I, I, when I'm on tour, I walk a lot. Yeah. Like I get to a city, I don't know, like 8 a.m., soundcheck is at 4. And I'll, You're I'll, investigating. I'll just, yeah, you know, you know, okay, I'll walk left and you just go there for six hours or whatever. Yeah. You know, so I enjoy Before it. a show and then you have a whole big crazy night. Yeah, pretty much. That's awesome. And then you shower and jump in the bus and... Up to the next, you know, stop. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Yeah, I've found that travel for me is almost always designed around food, around, like, something I want to yeah. eat. So, uh, but, but I haven't traveled in a while. I mean, there's been yeah, no way really to go. And then I sit and go like, well, I could go to Philadelphia and eat cheesesteak sandwiches yeah. or something like that. You know, go eat gumbo in New Orleans. Yeah. And suddenly you're doing a regional culinary tour of America. Me and a friend, and I'm not proud of this, but I mean, it's, you know, the result of this year. We started kind of like a quest around California finding like banana splits. Wow. Yeah. Like old 50s-type diner banana splits yeah, or just or whatever. anything? Just, yeah. You know, we ended up, uh, well, like we actually even went to Vegas to find one. Really? Yeah, just to eat that and we came back. Just, Where's just the to, best one? Uh, so far, I think the Vegas one was great. Uh, what's the name of that place? The Meal something? I don't know. It's like a super classic like diner. Yeah. Pepper Meal or something like that. Okay. And it was, that was great. But, I mean, still, it's not something I'm proud of, but it's just kind of, like, to entertain ourselves. Like, for, you always say, like, f at the beginning of the show, you say, like, food is, like, entertainment or sure. whatever. And, like, I think this year for me, I've have, I've been having kind of, like, trouble separating both worlds of, okay, I need to, like, stay on, on, on my 
you know, healthy journey, whatever. But then I need some sort of like entertainment or sure. action or, you know. Yeah. It, I, listen, I think food can be an art form. And, and like if we think about any of the various ways we're entertained, music or movies or looking at art or reading or watching stand-up comedy, these are all art forms. Yeah. And food is no different. I, for me, the problem comes when I am over imbibing in that entertainment and it's all entertainment. Like it takes over your, your day. It, yeah. Or I, I just need that entertainment with every single dose that I'm taking. And so the idea that, um, the idea of food as nutrition disappears because yeah. it's just purely entertainment. How can I just get some kind of a, a very base enjoyment out of this versus what is it doing for me how yeah, how's my like body the, the processing fuel portion of it right yeah. yeah i i just try to move the fuel more to the number one priority and the entertainment more towards the as little as possible the thing is like what i notice now i or i learned or whatever it's like the entertainment part of it for me it's not really the food it's like me eating with someone, yeah. you know, and having that experience. We could be eating, you know, I don't know, an apple. Right. But I enjoy the let's go grab some food and, you know, and talk and all that. Yeah. This thing is like usually those interactions come like, okay, let's go get a pizza. You right. Know? It's, not, it's yeah. never like, oh, you want to go eat a salad and, you know, talk about life. Right, right, It's right. usually more like, oh, let's go to this like brewery or, or this pizza place that I found, you know, or, or let's find banana splits, you know, yeah. stuff like that. My wife did this thing one year with me and the kids where she became obsessed with like going to a place where you could pick your own fruit and then eat it and buy it. And she was like, we're going to go do cherries this weekend and then we're going to do apples one weekend and then we're going to do this. And and it was like, geez, that's not the most fun like, yeah. yeah, I like cherries. They're good. Apples are good. But like, and then you just go and you get that experience out of it too. But I know what you mean, man. There is really something about the communal nature of breaking bread with somebody and and yeah. and, and the way we are, we live here. Everything is really easy and convenient to grab a pizza is pretty easy. I mean, here it's like insane. Like when I moved, I've just moved here seven years ago. Yeah. The year that I moved here, probably in six months or something, I gained an amazing amount of weight right because it's just easy it's everywhere it's cheaper and i just moved here i'm you know trying to like find gigs and everything so i couldn't really afford to eat you know the best food <laughs> right. you know um and it was just crazy like fast food everywhere like you said gas stations and yeah those like dollar barbecue sandwich at a.m p.m yeah. at, at you know 4 a.m sure but yeah, now I then it got to the point that I'm like, okay, like I'm having, you know, trouble, I don't know, like even tying my shoelaces. You know, it's like, okay, I need to do something. Yeah. And when when you made that decision, what did you do? Was it just eating clean? I first I yeah, I started like, you know, eating cleaner, lighter, whatever, and I did a lot of like juice cleanses and but I never like I, I don't feel like I did something. Like now that I'm just like hitting the gym and it's when I feel like I'm doing something yeah. like 
the f the previous times that I lost weight while being here, it was more like I stopped doing stuff. Right. You know, it's like, okay, I'm not going to eat this every day. I'm going to try this. But now it's like I'm doing something for me and that I know, like I feel it in my body, you know, like, okay, I'm getting like stronger. Now I can do, you know, four times around the, the cause what I do is like a, one of those like kickboxing full body like workout, like 30 minutes. And now I do like two hours in a row. Oh, wow. You know? Like I just go around and around. Yeah. And Wait, is it circuits? Yeah. yeah. So it's like those like stations, like three minutes and 30 seconds in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and I, I can, sometimes I do like four of those. Oh, um, wow. That's a lot. I mean, two years ago, I wouldn't even be able to do half of it. You know? Yeah. And so part of that is necessary for work. And part of that was just you going like, I can't do this anymore. I guess physically and mentally I needed it. Like, kind of like, I mean, there's no better feeling than, like, accomplishing, you know, a workout. Or it kind of gives me the same, like, adrenaline of, of, like, playing a show. You know, like, you finish a show, it's like, oh, that was great. Yeah. And then I do these, like, workouts, and I, especially now, it's, like, the only, like, rush that I get. It's like, okay, cool. It just makes me feel like I'm, you know, doing something for myself. Like, it's like a, a couple hours a day that I actually turn off my phone put it in a locker and it's okay it's me like I'm outside of the world you know and we have, most of the time I'm always doing stuff for other people like hey can you like do this and that or can you send me a video doing this or record this and, and all that or drive somewhere can you house sit for me I'm I'm very like you know like cool with my friends and all that I, I help everybody but those are like that's my time like okay yeah you know hey I'm at the gym talk tomorrow you know or, right. or tonight whatever and so it's been very good mentally for me just to, like, do something for myself. Yeah. Yeah, the gym is good. It's it's meditative like that for me, too. It's one of the few places where I'm not going to, like, respond to a text or answer my phone. Yeah. Or it's just quiet time. I sometimes, not many people, but I've seen a, few, a couple people that, you know, they're in the station next to me, and they actually bring the phone station to station. And I'm like, I can't do that, man. Like, at first when the gym closed... I tried to do, like, the workouts from home. Like, they, they would, like, upload a video, and, and it just didn't work for me. It's yeah. like I would be watching the video, trying to pay attention to it, and then I would see a notification on my phone or or somebody knocks on the door or a phone call, and I'm like, ah, you know, and yeah, and I just couldn't do it, so. Yeah, my at-home workouts would take me four or five times longer than at the gym, mostly I, because of what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I just, I simply can't do it. Yeah. I can't, like, mix workout with like the place where I'm lazy at you know it's like doesn't work like, I can't be like jumping a rope staring at my bed right it just doesn't <laughs> yeah. feel right yeah know? yeah and also nowadays it's like the gym is my you know I'm getting out of the house time like, yeah like keeps me keeps my sanity a little bit yeah you know? yeah and even if if um if gyms are closed you know, and you're just getting your exercise walking around. Yeah. That's important, too, because of the vitamin D that we get. You know, this has been a big yeah. thing with COVID. Like, everybody's vitamin D deficient, the, the people who are really suffering from yeah. it. And so, Especially during the whole summer, we were on basically lockdown. Yeah. But, like, I'm now in my trunk of the car, I keep a, a bicycle. Like, one of those, like, foldable ones. Yeah. And when the gym was closed and all that, I would, like, drive. I'm, like, 20 minutes away from, from the beach or something. I would just drive there, park, and grab the bike and, you know, just cruise around. Nice. Just doing, or walking. Sometimes I would just, like, walk. And, yeah. 
And but yeah, I just need to like get out of the house. Yeah. Like, to me, that's the hardest part about going to the gym. It's not even the the workout. It's like getting in my head. Okay, I'm gonna go do this. Like getting out of bed and getting out of the house. Yeah, that's the. If I made it out of the house, it's like okay, I'll be successful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it it's so weird too nowadays because I leave my house so much less. And I was actually thinking like today or yesterday, like I can't even remember all the stuff I used to do out of my house. Like I don't even know. Yeah. Like it's all gone away and it's like not even a part of my consciousness anymore. Like what would I leave the house for? I don't know. It's weird. And I'm lucky, I guess, that a lot of friends of mine that are kind of on the same journey or or they are they are they all like to like hike and go to the gym or, or whatever so sometimes i'm at home and i see someone like share a story and it's like oh he went for a hike i should do it you know and, yeah and, and that helps me like or or you know stuff that you post that i see you know lifting something where i'm okay if, i mean if everybody's doing it i should be doing it <laughs> yeah know? it's like i think that's for me that's the the way that I can benefit from social media personally in my life is looking at stuff that inspires me to do yeah. something. Anytime I see something where it's like a material thing and it's like, oh, look at all this stuff this person has, it's yeah. very uninteresting to me. And it's meaningless. It's meaningless. Yeah. yeah. But when it's something that gets me fired up and motivated, I, I like it. So, I think that's the only thing I've become comfortable doing, sharing. Like, do you? Let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you feel pressured from social media to actually like work out and stuff? Like, with what you're doing and you know the podcast and everything. Like when I started going to the gym, every day, like after the workout, I would like I don't know post on in my stories like a picture of the gym or like a you know a selfie like after the gym like dripping sweat or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, one day I didn't do that, and I got a message from, not from just one person, like, a few persons, like, oh, so you're not going to the gym again? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like, come on. And I don't know if you feel pressure, like, kind of, like, to keep the expectations of what people... I do a little bit. I just feel like I... I it makes me... Taking a picture of myself makes me very uncomfortable. And yeah. so I take this picture, and I feel like I've got... 500 of the same picture of yeah, me at the end of the day, Instagram. Picture, yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, you know, I just try to be very inconsistent with how I post because I don't want to have to post every time. Yeah. Because it's also like a weird hamster wheel where I'm go I'm doing the same thing pretty much every day at the gym, and it yeah. just increases a little bit with volume, and then I'll take a week, and it'll be a much easier what week. What exactly is your, like, workout routine? Because you lift a lot of... I, lift, I don't really do any yeah, of that. Yeah, almost entirely lifting weights. And then I'll do like, you know, anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour of light cardio. But well, By that you mean like like treadmill or like bicycle or something? Yeah, or? usually elliptical machine uh -huh. or I have a rowing machine at home. I'll do rowing or one of those uh, assault bikes where you're doing your oh, hands yeah. and your feet at the same time. My workout is usually done in five week chunks and on week one it's and it's it's basically like chest back legs chest back legs mm -hmm. that's six days and on week one it'll be i'll do everything with three repetitions in reserve so i'm not going anywhere near failure 
And then week two, I'll add a little bit of weight and try to keep the reps the same. And so basically, so like progressive. Yeah, you progress. And then by the time I get to week four, it's really hard. And I'm very close to failure with everything. And then week five is a really easy week to let my yeah. body recover. That's really fucking boring. Like I don't I, mean, I don't think anybody's going to get entertained like here's Monday's chest and then yeah. here's Wednesday's chest and then I mean, Monday's even, chest is even the same. for me like I love going to my gym. Like I I you know I I I love everybody there. Like the trainers are great. Uh it's easy like if I if I want to do just one I go and you know in 30 minutes I'm out. I don't even have to talk to people. I just go in do it and bye. Yeah. With that said, as much as I love it and it's fun and all that, I wouldn't say it's like something that I necessarily say enjoy or whatever. Like right. I wish I didn't have to do that every day for two hours. Yeah, yeah. sure. But I put myself in this position. So it's like, okay, I, I have to like man up and go and do it. Yeah. yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I think that I've certainly, there's been a lot more, like, I, I think if I just go on a hike, if I'm just looking for exercise and I walk up a mountain and I get to the top of a mountain and you get this great vista and all of this, like, that's more entertaining yeah. than it's bench a, it's press. Like a, it's like a mini adventure. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Maybe you'll see a snake or a coyote yeah. or something. Yeah, it's totally, it's an adventure. Yeah. Bench press is boring. I mean, unless you're, for me, unless I'm watching a dude like bench press 500 pounds or something really incredible, yeah. I don't get entertained by it. So I don't know. I Yeah, I mean, I, I do feel some pressure to like, keep letting people know hey i'm I'm still doing yeah. this i haven't given up <laughs> yeah but it's I, I also just go this cannot be entertaining for people yeah. so i've got like i don't know what else to do i just don't post that much yeah well i mean the thing is like you have like knowledge and you can like post like actual content for me it was more like oh look 
I'm sweating. I do some of those too. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm sweaty. I'm yeah. glad it's Friday. Like, or hey, something. you know, it's 6 a.m. and I'm at the gym. Yeah. While well, you're sleeping, so I'm kind of better than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. But I mean, shame them into yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't know. I, but I mean, like, I love seeing my friends or like people that I don't even know, but I, you know, that I just follow do their, their things. Is that like, Helps me yeah. motivate myself. Like, Do you follow Jocko Wolinick? His name is Jocko. I, I, mean, I don't I might so. be saying his name is wrong. Is that like, like what's, it's it at Instagram? It's, he's is a, that his like handle? Or? Yeah, and he's like an ex-Navy SEAL, like really uh -huh. tough dude. And he has this thing where you look on his feed and it's just like hundreds of posts of his watch at like 4 a.m. <laughs> And you know he's going yeah. into the gym at 4 a.m. And that, I think, is awesome. But he did that. I can't do it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, maybe it's not going to work for you. you right. Know? But it is just like 4.30, 4.32, 3.38, or whatever <laughs> it is. It's always so early, and you're like, Jesus, when does this guy sleep? Yeah. If he actually sleeps. Right, maybe sealed. he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know. that there are. I, I, I'm with you. I think there can be a lot of inspirational stuff on, yeah. on social that media. That dude... Um, I started following because you mentioned it uh, in the Will Sasso episode, the obese, the Ob obese to beast. Yeah, dude, that, awesome. that dude, it's great. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, he like He's doesn't, a lot of fun he to doesn't watch. give a shit. He's like, no. yeah, this is me. Yeah, you know? I love that. Yeah, you know? me too. I wish I had that balls to do something. Me like, too. You know? Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of people, not not necessarily like athletes or whatever, just people that I've met. You know, like. I don't know, like my friend Santiago, he goes to like the gym every day. The gym's closed. He started driving like an hour and a half just to find a, a gym, you know, that's open. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, my friend Kitty, she's at the gym every day, you know, doing three or four workouts at like 5 a.m., you know. And I, sometimes I wake up and I see that. It's like, oh, shit, she already, she already did it like twice. Yeah. You know, uh, Allison, she goes to like every single one of those like soul cycle things and she's there every single day. I follow this uh, Tim. Like we we met and we became friends. Uh, he his Instagram is like the vegan fat kid, and he's like this the post like the actual pictures and videos. It's all food like everything he eats, which is like looks great and yeah. it's not necessarily good. But his stories is like I don't know every workout he did that day. Like oh, wow. I'm running to the gym now. I'm doing this at the gym and it's like hours and hours yeah, yeah. of workout. That's the only way he can do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so interesting that in america i don't know if it's that we're so wealthy or we've got it so figured out that we are like simultaneously obsessed with food and with i think being able to eat obsessed it. with food yeah like. yeah no you're right mm -hmm. I, I mean yeah you go to italy they're pretty obsessed yeah. with food or japan like i'm thinking of very food culturally specific I'm, I'm places. I'm obsessed with like Japan. I, I, I've been there a million times, you know, and the thing is in Japan, like, I don't know, uh, in one day, maybe I can eat two burgers and fries, but I walked for like 10 hours yeah. and you, you don't feel that bad about it, you know? Yeah. And for the most part, like the food is great and it's not necessarily bad, you know, it's like, yeah, kind of healthy stuff. But. I've had that experience in Europe where I went to Europe in the middle of a diet and then didn't do my diet at all 
But because we were walking like yeah, seven or eight miles a day, I didn't gain weight. Yeah, and that's like my thing. Like I just need to be like active. Yeah, you know that's why 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 what I I was saying that my biggest challenge is actually like getting out of the house. It's like okay, I'm gonna go to the beach and walk, or I'm gonna ride my bike, or I'm actually gonna go to the gym. You know. Yeah. That's my issue. Like just leaving the house, and I'm so used to like not being home. That it seemed super easy, you know. But this year, I noticed like I need some sort of motivation to like leave home. Yeah, you know? I'm. I mean, especially when you have authorities saying you're not allowed to leave your yeah. home. You know, it becomes very, very difficult for me too. As a kid, I never, I, I was not an active kid, and I think that compounded my problem. I also had real issues with how and what I ate, but. Had I been more active or involved in sports yeah. in any capacity, I would have I would have been better off yeah. or set up better. It is very tricky to um, find myself today in a situation where there's much less to do when you leave your house, but also like the kind of societal agreement that we're not supposed to be leaving our yeah. houses at certain times. It's weird. Everything. I mean, this year everything is weird. But I don't know. Like for, for example, as a kid, I I I'm, I wouldn't say I was like super active. But I mean, I, I you know I played soccer. I played tennis. Like I even played some like tennis like tournaments and stuff. Uh, I did swimming. You know, but it was mostly because like they made me do it right. in a way. You know, like at school there's soccer and I was pretty. I mean, I wouldn't say I was like super good, but I was like normal. And I would play, you know, against other schools and stuff. And But it, I wasn't, like, passionate about those things, you know. Like, I loved water. I loved being in a pool. I loved swimming and all that. But I, I wasn't, like, you know, like, looking forward to it all week. You right. know, like, no. So I never really got into it. My brother was the the opposite. Like, he's, like. Got to get in the pool. I got to, like, make it into this team. And he goes, like, tryouts. And he, at some point, he was, like, third ranked like national like you know like motocross guy oh know? wow like, yeah so i mean the, and that's what i mean like i blame it on myself because i had those options you know like, yeah like you know my brother is like hey there's another bike like you should do this with me and i'm like eh, i'm fine watching you do it you know yeah. getting hurt <laughs> right you know but so it was just me not i think not being passionate about it you know yeah and i mean that's another tricky thing because did you ever become super passionate about something because somebody told you to be passionate about it? No, absolutely not. Me neither. Yeah. Everything I ever became passionate about kind of happened naturally. And one night, one day, it was my idea to be like interested in something. And then that's what I went and yeah. did. It's like, very hard to. For example, I, I mean, obviously, I guess I would have to say the, the thing I'm most passionate about is like playing music and playing right. bass in particular. But that also happened, I wouldn't say on accident, but I started doing something else and I didn't get passionate about that. My brother got a, a, an electric guitar and they were like, okay, what can the, you know, the, the fat kid play? And they, they, they <laughs> bought like a little drum kit. Yeah. And I started playing drums, you know, and and I, I mean, I, I was pretty good or whatever, but then I was like, I'm not, this is not for me. And then I ask and I switched to bass and once I just like gravity said, okay this is it yeah you know but it it wasn't that they made me play bass yeah you know? yeah maybe if, if they would have made me play bass I would have ended up being <laughs> a drummer, you know? drummer yeah so I don't know I know it, it is so tricky and then the the really tricky thing is sitting here and going like I want to become 
passionate about something. And even that is not, it doesn't always work. work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just gonna like hit you one day. Yeah. And that could be anything, you know, like something you never really even thought about. Yeah. So it's, it's weird how life works. (laughs) Yeah. Sure is, man. Life is a trip. Yeah. Like now, I mean, I've never in my entire life thought that I would be, I guess I would say I'm passionate about going to the gym, you know? Yeah. Like never. Like even my family, they're like super like surprised by it. It's like, for real? Okay, yeah. but let me ask you this. The first time you went, obviously you're not passionate. The first time it you happened went. by accident as well. Yeah. Like, so what was the how what was the setup for that? I I started very like gradually like I started like walking and then I bought that bike and I would go and and you know, ride my bike by the beach. I tried running, but I, I just it's not I I just can't. Yeah. I, I don't enjoy it. I feel miserable. I feel stupid doing it. I don't I don't want people seeing me do it. Right. You know? But then uh, my bike needed like something fixed and I took it to the shop by my house. And while I was waiting for the bike, I I saw the gym there and I see people, you know, doing the you know, like punching the bag and everything and people going in and out. I'm like, that looks kinda cool, you know? And I just like went there, like you know, looked inside and, you know, the trainer was like, hey, you know, are, are you thinking about doing something? And I'm like, I don't know. I've never worked out in my entire life. I've never even did anything. Right. And he's like, well, I mean, you can come anytime and, you know, give it a shot, like for free and everything. And I'm like, I don't know. I grabbed the bike, put it in the car, drove home, changed and went right away. Oh, wow. Because I was like, if I sit at home and think about it, I'm not going to do it. Right. So I said, okay, I'm just going to do it and not think about it. And then my first goal was just to, like, finish it. Yeah. And I did good, I guess. I didn't I didn't feel like I was going to die or anything. I'm like, okay, I feel like I could do this. You know, I enjoyed it. It was fun. And I signed up, like, that same day. You know? Yeah. And in the... The form you have to like feel everything. They were like, "What's your fitness goal?" And I said, "Not to die." <laughs> you know? and, and they kind of like looked at me weird. I'm like, "No, I actually mean it. Like, yeah, I just don't kill me. Yeah, like, or I don't want to like oh, you know, right, right, right. Like, prolong my life. Yeah, you know, like have a better life. And, yeah, and just make it easier on myself. Yeah, know? I think that that following that voice, that inner voice that says like maybe that's interesting. You know, what's that about? I. I would I would like to know more about that 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 caused you to walk yeah. over to the gym that thing. I think that is the only way to become passionate about stuff and I think that we are very adept at talking ourselves out of that. You know what I mean? Mike our singer he always says it's like you can find a million ex- excuses not to do something. Yeah. You just need to find that one that actually makes you do stuff. Yeah. You know? And I I agree with that, you know, like if, you know, I could think of many, many things that wouldn't have made me go to the gym this morning. It's like, even coming here, it's like, oh, well, I'm doing the podcast today, so maybe I'll just relax at home, you know, yeah. um, or I don't know, uh, there's going to be traffic, it's windy today, you know, <laughs> you know whatever, you know, sure. but, and, and at some point, actually this morning, I was like, ah, maybe I'll just, you know, skip it or go in the afternoon or something. Yeah. And at some point, I'm like, fuck it. I just like didn't think about it like my mind went blank and I'm like I'm just gonna get there yeah and once I get there and park and I know they saw me and I am just like okay I'm trapped I'm no way out I have to go in and do it yeah 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 
That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm shocked that you're able to do this like across the street from like a cupcake shop and I, I you know I didn't even know there was a cupcake shop. I I, I walked it popped in up in my like on. map. Like, really? you know, like the first thing that showed me, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. There is um a little Israeli I don't know. My favorite food is Lebanese food. And, Ooh, wow. and, you know, you go to any country near Lebanon, it's all very, very yeah. similar. And there's a little Israeli place a couple blocks away. And that is the one thing that, like, I think about coming here is like falafels and shawarma. Well, that's not that bad, though. Yeah, and then you pour like the garlic sauce and the yeah. tahini on it, and you get the pita bread and the rice. Lately, and... I've been really into shrimp for some reason. Like I've never, never in my entire life, I was like too much into shrimp. Yeah, but you know, like going to those walks and you know exploring the city. Yeah, I run into this uh, food truck. Amazing! All they do is like shrimp stuff. Right. Like from jambalaya to like burritos or tacos, whatever. It's, yes. like, it's called shrimp versus chef. Shrimp versus chef. Yeah, I'm gonna it's look great. For this. I actually went last night, and it's great. And and I ended up like meeting him and everything, and it's so cool. And and yeah, like you say, it's not. Like I'd rather do that and eat something like that than like now nowadays like go and sit and eat a pizza by myself. You yeah. Know? Like I just get that little fix of okay, I eat. You know. Th- one taco and I'm good, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's it. I'm with you. I also have the thing where it's like, I've eaten so many pizzas. I've eaten <laughs> so many cheeseburgers. Nobody's really... Nothing's going to surprise you. No, ever, yeah. I mean, like you hear about, I, every now and again, it's like, no, this is this is the best pizza. And it's like, okay. I mean, I've had a lot of different pizzas. Yeah. Do they change it all that much? Are they putting cocaine in the dough? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are they doing that's so much better? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, in my case, like, I go places and it's like, you have to try it. You know, I go to Italy. You got to eat this pizza and this pizza and this yeah. pizza. Or this pasta place or I, I don't know. I went to like Belgium. Everybody's like, French fries, dude. Like, yeah. With French the mayonnaise. Fries. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, I get it. But right. I mean, I can... It, at the end of the day, it's, it's French fries. Yeah, they're great. I mean, they obviously, are, yeah. they're great, but I mean, it's French fries. It's not like something that's going to like change your life or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I think of Belgium and I think of cheese and chocolate and yeah. French fries. Yeah, those are the things that's that you That's Switzerland for me. Like, you yeah. Know, the cheese and the chocolate and all that. Even apple juice. I'm like obsessed with the apple juice in like Switzerland or, or Austria. It's like just... I don't know why. Right. It's just so good. I just drink it all day. Yeah. How about in like France, how they serve sugar with orange juice? Have you seen that? I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm torn apart with like France. Yeah. Um, I don't, they have like some rules about like how food is, has to be like prepared and stuff. Like even McDonald's in France is like amazing. Yeah. Because I think they have to follow like, uh, the where they get their stuff from has to be like in a distance or like fresh or whatever, so it tastes very different and great. But I mean, I still don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but no, I know I don't I mess wish around I with that. I I did. Um, I have uh, my littlest kids. I was on a diet for their entire lives, and I would tell them like McDonald's is poison, and they believed this. 
And then at some point we were skiing and all the food around the ski lift was <laughs> like two hour waits. And so I took them down the hill and the only thing that was open was a McDonald's. <laughs> and we pulled in and they're crying. They're like, why are you poisoning us? <laughs> so I had to finally tell them it's not poisonous. But this year, me and one of my, my 15 year old daughter went and shared a bag of fries from McDonald's. It was a real surreal experience because <laughs> she size? was like a, a small, oh, okay. a small. <laughs> And we threw him away before we were done. But she was looking at me like, you're relapsing. You're having, this is a big problem for you. You're going to gain every pound back. And I was like, no, it's fine. And it was fine. But damn, they're But fries that's good. That means good. you have like the willpower to like, you know. Yeah. Like I, 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 when I've been doing those like juice cleanses and stuff, sometimes everybody, you know, we've been on, on tour or, or recording or something. And everybody's like, let's go have dinner. Yeah. And I, I'm able to like sit at a table drinking juice and have everybody else eating whatever they want. And I smell it. I what they tease me with. I'm, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I don't. Yeah. If I'm if my mind is like into it, I I, I can handle it like super easy. Yeah, me too. Luckily, the, the goals are important too. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, especially when you're you know been doing something for like a week or two weeks, and it's like, ah, do I really want to? ruin this for like you know one bite of something right. it's like i'd rather wait and not a month and eat the whole thing yeah <laughs> you know, or something but yeah i don't know I'm, I'm my struggle is not really the food it's just me being active like i think that's the key with me like getting like i said getting out of the house like hiking walk play a show yeah you know finding uh, something at the gym that you enjoy doing yeah you know like i just it's just I eat out of like boredom, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't have anything to do. It's like, okay, I'll find a place that has food and I'll go and sit there and eat and come back home. Right. You know, so as long as I have a plan of what I'm doing today, it's like, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm used to, I, the last five years of my life, it's been like, I get an email of what I'm doing every day. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, you got to be at, you know, at the lobby at 4 a.m. And then we drive here and I'm like, okay, cool. You I know what I'm it doing. Out and you work your food into it and your exercise into it. I think it, I think this I think this pandemic has been very very big issue for people just with schedules and yeah. and knowing what they're doing and and having a a plan into the future. You know, I, I hope it's a I hope it's one of those hurdles that people make it through and figure out something that actually makes them more able because they're now able to yeah. you know shuck and jive with a change of the schedule. Now it's like when you kind of have to like figure out what you're made of. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, how am I going to handle this situation? Right. You know? Yeah. And it's hard. Like I mean, I I'm like I probably gained like 10 pounds or whatever. This year, you know, I stopped waiting myself. I'm like, I'm, every time I put numbers into things, I just get obsessed with it. And yeah, so I'm just like, okay, that's it. When I first started working out and all that, I would, I would even like every week, like measure myself and all that. And it worked, but I mean, I wasn't like enjoying it. I yeah. felt weird, you know, like, but now I'm just trying to find that balance where I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable being the way I am and doing this and yeah. all that, you know? Yeah. And you've found some active stuff that you really yeah. enjoy doing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which I think that's like the I, that could be the whole key to the whole game for a lot of people. Yeah. Just finding and like we were saying how like with diets everybody's like oh you should try this and that. In my personal experience, when it comes to like workouts, has to be what works for you. And, yeah. And, and the same it. with the like, diet. Yeah. Look. I've done every single diet. I've had success with every single diet that I stuck to. I'll lose yeah. weight. 
you can lose weight on any diet. But I think you're right. Like if somebody is successfully progressing at something, why would you ever want to get them yeah. to change it? If somebody is having success with something, I, I personally don't want to mess with that thing at all. I want yeah. to just encourage them to keep doing it. But sometimes it's like yourself that, you know, like you see someone else like, oh, that dude looks great, what he's doing. And that doesn't mean that's going to make you happy or feel accomplished or anything. Maybe you'll be miserable and, and quit the whole thing. Right. You know? Yeah. So I found what I liked, what I enjoy, what it's easy for me. What um, I, Like I said, I go in and out and that's it. And I, that's the part that it works with me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm fine, I guess. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think I, you're doing great. And I've been doing it for... In January, it's going to be two years now. Nice. Yeah. And like I asked this morning, like how many check-ins do I have so far? And I've been to the gym, uh, I think they said 276 times. Holy shit. And that means, and a few of those times I've done two or three or four. Right. So in the last, I don't know, two years, I worked out more than I ever did in my entire life. Yeah. 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 And out of nowhere, like I was waiting for my bike and I ended up in a gym. You know? Right. I, and and the key there too is just that you had the thought, you had the idea, let me check this out, and you just did it. I didn't think about it. You that didn't was just, talk yourself out of it. Exactly. I stopped listening to my dumb self. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So that was the key for me, not listen to myself. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Ra, thank you so much for coming no, in. No, thank you. This is great. All right. Talk to you soon. <laughs> thank you. And now for the Q&A. Jay has a question, and it's about keto. He says, I'd love to hear your knowledge on how to transition out of keto back to higher protein and carbs. I've done great with keto, down 60 pounds since May. I'm 52 years old. Keto is probably sustainable for me, but I want to get back to working on maintaining muscle and feel like I'm needing the protein and carbs, but I'm petrified of gaining everything back. Great question, Jay. And this is a very almost more mentally tricky spot to be in than physiologically tricky. And I'll tell you why. Carbohydrates, their, their whole purpose is to store liquid in your muscles. So a lot of the times, if you go on to keto, even if you're not in a caloric deficit, you will be seeing weight loss on the scale simply because there's no carbohydrates or you're purging your system of carbohydrates, which are causing the stores of hydration in your muscles to deplete. And so whenever you go from having completely depleted carbohydrate stores to putting carbohydrates back into your body, there is going to be a noticeable change on the scale. It doesn't mean you're gaining fat. It just is your body reabsorbing water, your muscles taking in that energy. So prepare yourself for that. That's the number one thing I would say. When I went from keto to low fat, I gained nine pounds in three days. And it was terrifying. And I almost didn't get through it because I was like, well, do I just keep gaining weight forever doing this. This is insane. And then on day four and five, I started to lose weight. But um, you also have to understand like my ability to lose weight on very strict keto was really pretty rapid. And 
with low fat, you want to, you're, I'm trying to lose weight much more slowly. So I, I'm trying to lose like 1% of my body weight per week on low fat and keto. I'm just kind of, you know, I would just be kind of like hungry all the time if I'm doing a very strict keto to the point where I'm seeing like almost a pound of weight loss a day or something like that. But I'm also, I'm not just losing fat in that situation. I'm losing hydration and I'm losing lean tissue and I'm losing fat. So if I'm going to try and just mitigate lean tissue loss and have it be fat loss only, I have been most successful on low fat and you, you got to figure out what your caloric, your, your kind of uh, basal metabolic rate is, what your, your, your calories are, put, figure out a, a 15 to 20% deficit on calories, front load it with protein, figure out what your protein is, about a gram per pound of body weight, and then the rest of your calories can be divvied up between carbs and fat. And, and I, I have had more success eating more carbs than fat. And so that's how you do it. And I would expect a couple of days of weight gain on the scale. It doesn't mean you're gaining fat. It just means you're basically rehydrating your muscles, refilling them with energy. You know, it, it, is, a, it is a kind of a scary thing for anybody who's been through massive weight loss to switch over to that. It was scary for me, but I got through it and I continue to lose fat as of today. Thank you for your question. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast, please submit it to americanglutton.net. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Glutton. I'm Ethan Suplee, and as always, joined by my chaperone, Paige Dorian. Follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com